Hey guys, welcome back to my podcast. It's your girl's Pedals Talking, where your pedals get to talking and your thorns get to poking. I'm back, and today we're going to be talking a little bit about um, generational curses. I think this I'm going to name this part two, but part two of generational curses. Um, yeah, so I said in my last um, podcast that I was going to continue on. I'm actually going to take a break from... That topic in particular, we're still going to revisit it today, but it's a little different. So, just listen. So, um, I didn't really go on social media and talk too much about this, but my grandma passed away. Um, well, my great-grandma, she passed away. She passed away, and, um... She was 88 years old, so she lived a long, 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 long time. And um, one of the reasons why I think she lived so long is because... Sorry, I'm moving on. One of the reasons why I think she lived so long is because she has green hands. Um, My mom told me that, you know, she's good at making stuff grow. So, yeah... And, um, that's one of the reasons I think she lived, uh, to be, you know, grow, like, really old. But she's 88, she, she, she passed away at 88 years old. And she was alive during, like, the, the Jim, the Jim Crow era. She was alive during segregation. Um, and her whole, her whole youthful life was being lived out in, um, in the 90s, you know, she lived, you know, a lot of her life in the 90s, and by the time she got to the 2000s, it was like, you know, a different ball game. you know, she was back alive when, you know, there wasn't no iPhone, where, you know, there wasn't no, no TV, like, she lived through all of that, you know, and, um, rest in peace to her, you know, I remember going to her house a, a few times when I was little, um, and I remember, um, you know, the last time I visited her was in August. Yeah, that was the last time I seen her was in August. And I went to go see her because, um, you know, I haven't seen her in such a long, long time before that. So, you know, I went to go see her and um, she was able to walk and talk and, you know, I was just talking to her and she was just, you know, asking me about, like, my school and what am I studying, you know, and stuff like that. She was, she was nice, you know. She was really nice. So, I wanted to talk about that because, you know, at the funeral yesterday, I just had to sit and think and take in, like, you know, my grandmother is the pillar of the family. You know, she's the one who really brings everybody together. And, um she's not here no more she passed away like that's 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 it like i'm looking at the generation that's left you know behind me who she left back and y'all we i'm my family's in uh, a whole full hell right now and i know a lot of people nowadays you know they're losing their grandmas and their great grandmas the people who were born in like you know, the 30s, the 1930s, 1940s, 1950s, 1960s, a lot of your grandmas and great-grandmas, they're passing away. 
And, you know, a lot of you guys are losing, like, the glue that holds your family together, like me. And, um, I'm here to tell you guys that, you know, I'm sorry for all your losses. But, you know, we're going to push through this. And I was looking at who's left in my family. Like, who's going to be, like, the, the grandma of my family now. And y'all, 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 y'all. My life is, I can't, I can't, y'all, like, I'm, I'm gonna start my own generation, and the generation behind me is gonna have little to nothing to do with it, and, um, I love my great-grandma, I love my, I even love my grandma, but, you guys, I'm just, there's so many things that, you know, just I it just makes me so curious and I know a lot of people say oh you have to have grace with the older generation you have to have grace because they don't know they don't know you're absolutely right you're absolutely right I have to have grace with the older generation because they don't know you know but now that my great grandma's gone and you know my grandma is left you guys I don't know I don't know what what my family's going to do. I don't know what we're going to do. I don't know what I'm going to do. Well, I know what I'm going to do, but I don't know what I'm going to do when my kids ask me about their great-great-grandma and their great-grandmas, and I don't know what they're going to ask me to do. I don't... I don't know. Um, My grandmother... You know... um. Y'all, and another thing I wanted to talk to you guys, because I know I just went on, a, like, a long five-minute tangent. I wanted to let you guys know, you know, it's okay to, like, be distant from your family. That's the whole topic that we're going to talk about today. Because now that my eye pillar and the glue is gone, it, you know, the family holding us together, it's okay to be distant from the family. I got a few things to talk about. But it's okay that they're going to be distant from the family you know it's okay to be distant from your family like me unfortunately i have to be you know a little distant from my family because my family is filled with colorist misogynist ageist texturist you know a lot of texturism colorism going on in my family ageism all the isms yeah my family is filled with those you know, and you know what? I decided I have to keep my distance, you know. Especially, I told y'all in my last episode about Sophia. You know, we're not going to get to who she is, but y'all know. If y'all know, y'all know about Sophia. I had to keep my distance from Sophia because she's colorist. And Sophia, she's she's the type of woman who... Who, unfortunately, you know, and we just had a loss in my family. So, you know, when I seen her yesterday, I gave her a break. She's the type of person who, she's colorist. You know, she favors, she'll favor somebody just because they're light skin. She'll favor somebody, you know, just because, you know, just because. And, you know, she's the type of person who's jealous and jaded and bitter. 
And I, there ain't nothing I can do with that. Ain't nothing I can do about that shit. I'm sorry. But yeah, y'all. I'm distant from her. And it's sad because Sophia, normally people, when they have those type of relationships, you know, the relationship I'm supposed to have with Sophia is not there. I mean, yeah, you know, she gave me money, you know, before. I'm not going to lie. She gave me money a couple months ago. What she gave me, like, she gave me some money. But that money is not going to make up for all the things she said to me. That money is not going to make up for, you know, everything that happened in the past. That money is not going to make up for nothing. Yeah, I took that money. But I will never take anything from her ever again. You know, but you know. Anyways, enough about Sophia. Anyways, I know a lot of you guys are like, "But Sierra, what do you mean?" Or "But Petals, what do you mean?" It's okay to cut off family. It's okay to cut off family. You don't have to like, you know, talk to them, and especially if they're negative and. They have all this bad energy. You don't have to talk to them. Just like I don't have to talk to them. Talk to my family members who are colorists. I mean, my immediate family members. You know, I have to deal with them. You know, those are the ones who I really love the most. Because, you know, we live in the same house. And I don't really got nobody to get my own house right now. <laughs> I'm not going to come on here and lie to you guys. But, you know, I'm working towards that, though. Don't worry. But, yeah, it's like you have to... um you know, get therapy, heal that wound, you know, and stay distant, you know. Maybe I won't come to the family reunion, you know, or maybe I'll go to the family reunion, you stay for like an hour, get your plate of food, say hi to everybody, take the picture and you leave. But you don't have to go to every birthday party of every family member. You don't have to go to every baby shower. You don't have to do all of that. Trust me. Because right now, if I'm thinking to myself, are motherfuckers going to come to my baby shower if I had a baby shower? No. No. You know, I guarantee you, if one of my cousins get knocked up right now and have a baby shower, everybody's going to come bearing gifts. But, you know, when I need to help paying my college tuition... Nobody wanted to throw $5 to that. If everybody in my family gave me $50, you know, towards my college tuition, or not even towards my college tuition, just towards, I don't know, me starting a business, or one of my family members starting a business, or something like that, you know, they'll probably say, oh, hell no, because they don't want to see you elevate, you know. But but they can sit around and watch you, you know, get knocked up and and, you know, not be married. And not have all your shit together, but welcome a child into this world so they can continue the generational curse of misery. You guys, you guys, I can't, I cannot, I cannot. Yep, yep, you know, so anyways, um, I'm going to segue a little bit. Because I was at a funeral yesterday. And you guys, you guys, I wanted to knock the shit out of the, I don't know if he was the reverend or he was the guy speaking, like, talking about the funeral, you know, who you paid the funeral home and they have somebody talk. It was this man. 
he was talking about, oh, you guys, I know you guys are experiencing a loss, but we've been dealing with a lot lately. They said, this man, let me tell you what this man said. Black man. He was a black man. He was a big black man. This man had to be over 300 pounds. He was a big black man. Okay, this fat black man. Now, y'all already know I gotta be real. He was a, like, fat black man. You know, got up there and he said, well, um, the coronavirus pandemic started in 2020 and then 2021 hit us with a Delta variant and then the 2022 came in like a uh, came in with another uh, Omicron variant or whatever. And then he was like, it came in like a mad black woman. This nigga, I know this nigga is crazy, bro. He would never said that at a funeral filled with white people. You know? Now, we are black. We was acting a little ghetto at the funeral. You know, one of my cousins took a selfie. Or my uncle, whoever that man is. He took a he took a, a selfie with... um. My uncle in the casket. I mean, not my uncle. My grandmother, my uncle in the casket. One of my uncles took a selfie with my grandma in the casket. That's crazy. I mean, I was thinking about doing that, but I was like, nah, I got more sense than that. I got way more sense than that. You know? And, um... That's crazy. Y'all, we're acting a little ghetto, but I, I'm i still in shock that he said it came in like a mad black woman. That's what you think of black women? We come in crazy? Coming crazy like that? No, black women may have this certain stereotype to them, but you shouldn't say that at a funeral. Especially breaking you know when we're breaking generational curses and we're trying to do that and he just doing all that extra shit y'all i got so mad when he said that he said he came in like a mad black woman like come on now but we were at a funeral and i wanted to keep everything respectful so i didn't go up to him and correct him and i didn't want to do anything why the fuck? Like, I want to... Why the hell? Like, I was so mad. And I just wanted to keep it respectful. And I wanted to keep it holy. And I did not want to... I did not want to do anything. You know. Especially at my grandma's funeral. So. Yeah. So, yeah, I think that's all I got to talk about today. My next podcast is going to be a thousand times better, I promise, but I just wanted to get it off my chest. Anyways, thank you guys for listening. And yeah.